I Dream of Indie is bringing a voice to the voiceless ones in gaming. Free yourselves from the shackles of mainstream coverage and help us to defeat the gaming echo chamber once and for all. Head on over to youtube.com slash idreamofindie or idreamofindie.com. I Dream of Indie, a place where games are more than a number. Welcome, everyone, to the I Dream of Indie podcast. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm Hello. Literary Rose. Everyone go in order. Uh, is there an order? Okay. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Uh, Olga Mergeau, <laughs> hi. You oh, probably you? know my voice. You might be sick of it after three years of it. Hello. Oh, is it me? I yes. think so. <laughs> Hey, it's Silent Signs sitting here in the same room as Old Gamer Joe and regretting it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that fed me potatoes. I'm missing was, one. It the, was it the potatoes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is the legend of the Sar King. Now, really, like every food gives me gas. Does it? You well, just get cut it. off. When you're old, your body changes, you know. Yep. Yesterday, you gave me tiki marsala, and that was just awful. It's tiki masala. <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> masala. What? You didn't like tiki masala? No, What's I liked wrong? it. It's just my stomach didn't like it afterwards. Oh, I, just yeah, had yeah. A, I just shitting myself constantly. I made so yeah, many nice meals, that. and this is the payment I get in return. I've heard, no, I'm the only guy here today. I've heard girls don't fart. Is this true? Yeah. Incorrect. Yes. What do you, what do, you do with the waste? Like, where? I actually use it to fuel my hatred. <laughs> Interesting. I fart directly on my husband's thigh. He loves it. Uh, well, I'm sure he greatly appreciates that. Yeah, came the hat doesn't believe that I do. I've never, I don't know. I guess no. I'm just quiet about it. I've, li I've lived with Silent Signs for many years now, and I've never once heard her pass gas, which leads me to believe you're just straining or you just don't fart. I did. I, I just told you I use it to fuel my hatred. That's a lot of hate then because you've been holding yeah. like 14 years of farts. Oh, no shit, man. <laughs> anyway sorry go ahead let's talk about our week let's move forward so first of all how was our week how are we doing my week was you didn't raise your hand oh i'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job <laughs> my week was terrible how about you no i uh i had a really bad day at work which is like every day but particularly bad today to the point where i almost walked off the job and then I drove home and the class of 2022 decided to graduate today and have a giant parade on my direct path home. So I sat in traffic for about 15 minutes before I pulled a three-point turn left and then drove an additional 20 minutes just to get home. Oof, How's your day? Uh, I have stayed home and read fan fiction and just cringed and it's been wonderful. Uh, I worked. But today I only had to work eight hours instead of 10 hours. Um, and I'm starting a new job next week on Monday. So I'm, I've reached the fuck it level at my current position uh, where nothing matters. So I just kind of sit there in existential dread waiting for whatever comes next week. That's a really nice spot though, where mm. you're just kind of like done with that job. You know you're moving on to yeah, the next one and you just here, don't care anymore. Herein lies the problem. It's at the same company, so I can't totally dick around because they'll still know it <laughs> oh, was Oh, because they mm. know you. You can't get away yeah. with that. You could yeah. phone it in a little bit, but not too much. Yeah, a little bit. I had a high-speed chase in front of my house. Like, oh, I what? thought you were going to say you were in yeah, a I was like, yesterday or <laughs> the day before. Yeah, it's so crazy. So it's weird because I live in, like, suburbia, right? Um, And you, like, hear sirens in the distance. Next thing you know, there's a car that zooms down our street. And like subsequently after that, it was like two, three police cars just broom, broom. Cause we live, we're actually like close to the highway. 
like old Highway 74. So I think they were using us, which is smart. I mean, you know, if you're going to commit crimes, I guess you would do that, right? <laughs> Go through suburbia. <laughs> allegedly, right? Suburbs. Go through suburbia to get to the highway. I don't know if they made it or not, but my we were all in the living room at the time and my daughter was like, we don't have to move, do we? I was like, no, I love this house. We're not uh, moving. Sorry, I didn't raise my hand, but I can't reach the mouse. But has it? did anyone else see, speaking of petty crimes, um, the gentleman who stole a jet ski? No, what is this? Oh. This guy stole a jet ski, like, unsuccessfully, but, you know, he took it out on the water to try and get away with it, and he couldn't swim. So <gasps> when the police caught him, because obviously they were going to catch him, they saw him do it. He couldn't swim to safety. Who that can't swim steals a jet ski. So they then had to rescue him. (laughs) That is just bizarre. I wouldn't go anywhere near the water if I couldn't. My guy, think these things through. Like clearly, you weren't thinking. Yes. What a world. I mean, they had a dream they wanted to live out, and (laughs) nothing was going to get in the way. Live your best life, except maybe death. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) drowning. Death comes to us all, Oroko Saki, which we'll get into Ninja Turtles later. Uh, so right. yes, how do we support this channel, Rose? How do people support this channel? There are many ways. Let's start from the top first. Subscribe. How are you here and not subscribed? What's wrong? Go. <laughs> Go do now. And also ring the bell because YouTube is weird and doesn't always show you videos. Help us defeat the echo chamber. Next, you can get amazing indie games. So we are partnered with Fanatical. If you go to Fanatical and use our, do we have a code? Yes, it yes. is some kind of bullshit. Uh, I dream of indie one. Is it yeah, this? if you do question mark reference equals I dream of indie one. <laughs> wow, that's really rolls off the tongue, man. <laughs> Everyone pull out your notepad. It's time. (laughs) But every Tuesday, I post a handy link with some of the best deals you can click that. And a lot of people have been taking advantage of that lately. So thank you very much for that. Also, the link is always in the description. So if you can't remember question mark dash whatever. Yes. It's down there. It's actually a really great site too. I love uh, Fanatical. Some good deals. Mm, We all need deals now with these current gas prices. So everyone come around to Fanatical. The next thing we have, which... Another thing, if you haven't heard of How Are You Here, you can be an indie warrior or an indie legend. So you'd be a patron of the channel, whichever one you prefer, whatever tier. And each tier comes with different rewards. Joe, tell us about the rewards. Yes, we have the Gamer Joe radio show, which is all about indie game music. We have custom emoji, like the lovely legend of the star emoji, which I think is the most used emoji. It is an awesome one. It's a really great one. We have, what else do we have, Silent Sons? We have a Discord that Discord. you can chat with us and we talk about all sorts of random crap. Yeah, you'll catch me venting in there about seven days a week. <laughs> uh, what else? We have Genies of the Lamp at the Legend tier, which is the show I'm not invited to. Apparently. Well, you're invited. You just didn't want to be on it. It's the girl show. What do you What do y'all yeah. talk about on that show? Uh, periods. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm glad I'm not on that show. <laughs> Thanks for selling it. Uh, I'm sure everyone wants to rush out and become a member now. Uh, I, I, I mean, we all should, okay? Get educated, people. That's true. It's an important part of your life, whether you're a woman or not. So <laughs> deal with it. Yes. So all of that fun content and much more. $1.99 for the Warrior tier. And I think it's $3.99 for the Legend tier. So very affordable in these trying times. Merchandise as well over at Bonfire Literary Rose. 
Yes. Great uh, hoodies and whatnot over there. And if you use the code I dream of Indie 20, I D O I 20, you save 10%. And we've got some great merch with our lovely logo. So please take a look. We also have a Twitter, I dream of Indie at Twitter. It's popping off. I see that we're we're using it more. So everyone, please, if you have Twitter, give us a follow, take a look. And finally, we have Instagram, which I'm always on Instagram. So join me there and following I Dream of Indie Official. I and heard they added oh. these reels too, right? Which oh. is some kind of new feature. Yeah. I'm oh, all, yeah. I've been playing. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, hold on. you're fine. Oh, wait, raise your hand. Raise your. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to get to my mouth. It's a little far. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing with those reels. They're hard, but they're also kind of fun. Like when you put the right music to it, cause it gives you options on music. It looks really cool. I know I'm, I'm excited because I just learned about them myself, but it's basically, it's like your stories, except you have the option of adding uh, music to it and you can, um, have that also post on your feed as well, which is really cool. I, yeah, I, I, it's a new little feature. So I've been playing with it a lot. I'm not bored with it yet. I've been making a lot of those. So it's not like a short necessarily then. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like a short and then you can, but what's really cool too is that you can adjust the um, volume. So you can have uh, the music lower than what you need so that people can hear you or vice versa. So it's really sort of uh, personalized it that way. And I think if you do well, you can uh, uh, make money off of it too through Instagram. Fantastic. Ooh. I like making money from time to time. I don't like <laughs> running any of this shit. And you'll notice I'm slowly passing it off to all of you because I just don't want to deal with it anymore. So sorry about that. But <laughs> uh, sorry, not sorry. Enjoy tweeting and Instagramming. Is it called Instagramming? Yes. On, on the gram. On the gram. gram. Okay. Yep. And I will slowly get rid of all these tasks and eventually do nothing and just reap all the benefits. Yeah, That's right. That's the dream. Capitalism. <laughs> And this very podcast on anchor.fm slash I dream of indie, where it will be posted every single Friday going forward, completely free for you all to enjoy indie warriors and legends out there. Last but not least, we have the coffee page. I like this site. It's really cool. It's not coffee, though. It's coffee. I wish it was Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi. Is it actually Ko-Fi? No, 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 it's not. Don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So we have that for direct donations if you don't want to get into memberships and all of that. Now, Literary Rose, what's our question of the day before we get into the the question of the day? Well, first question about the question of the day. Okay. Is it a question we answer or is it something that there are indie warriors and legends answered? I would say we will answer it and then the warriors and legends can also answer it. Ah, okay. So question of the day. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Well, I feel bad for anyone that has x-ray vision and has to see me, but my superpower would be, I want like some strength, like some power, like Colossus. I want to be able to bust through a wall like the Kool-Aid man. That'd be pretty great. So do you just specifically want to be able to bust through walls or do you actually want to be strong? I just think that would be a great entrance if I could just walk through a wall. I feel like the only thing you could really do with that is just become like a professional wrestler or like a drink mascot. I'm okay with either of those uh, career professions. How about you? me yeah uh i would mm, (laughs) i feel like every superpower comes with like a curse associated with it like 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 spider-man said right great power great responsibility that whole thing 
Yeah, exactly. I guess, I mean, flying would be cool because I wouldn't have to pay the insane airfare costs anymore. I could go wherever I want. It's true. You could get around very quickly. And like gas, forget about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess that one. So for me, it would be uh, a superpower. I would have to say to be able to sleep a full eight hours uninterrupted and wake up refreshed. That's what I would want my superpower. That sounds so good. You know, like, that just I want to be like able to decency. sleep eight like, hours just that have to be a power. in my vibe and like wake up and just conquer the day, you know? But, right. but then like, like Silence, I was saying, what would be my curse? Like, would it be like, what eight hours would it be? You know, would it be morning? Yeah, what if nighttime? you just became nocturnal? Which I guess wouldn't be the worst. <sighs> I'm kind of nocturnal already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hard. know why this is, but I feel so terrible if I don't sleep those eight hours and it will Same. linger for days. I'll just be a fucking um, shithead. I, I think I know like, what it is. It's called being a human being. Yes. I just, I, I love sleeping. And I know people say, oh, you get to sleep when you're dead and all that. No, I like sleeping now. Yeah. And then waking up and feeling functional. Mm. It's not asking for much. I don't think that's happened in like Here, you add pressure. As hard as you can. 15 years. You want to do my teaser trip? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, continue. I want to hear what the tweezer trick is. Tweezer? <laughs> I did her nails. And so what I do is I, when I do the glue, I do the tweezers like that. So then it, I add more pressure um, to it than holding it. If you're down for a really disgusting story or not involving no, tweezers, probably not. You're not. Do you want to hear it? Or morbid curiosity now? Okay. Nobody wants to hear it. Tell just, it. Oh, you want to hear it. Okay. Tell it. So when I was a child, oh my, my, you know, my cousin, Jeremy, yes. he's absolutely out of his Unfortunately. mind. Unfortunately, <laughs> He took, he, first he exposed himself to me. Ew. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's end the story now. And then tweezers were involved. I'll just leave it at no. that. No. Yeah. Yes. This is not a lie. Were you plucking a pew? I wasn't plucking anything. He was plucking. Ah. Uh, Yo, okay. Joe, check this out, man. It's like, what? No. Fucking no. <laughs> it's awful. And now you know I am the way I am now. You're... It's a deep level of trust, you know. Yeah. He trusted you very deeply with all of the private places. Penis and tweezers should never be oh, anywhere why'd near you each say other. Say the yeah. words, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, literary rose. I'm sorry. Oh, so I'll add if I could have one superpower, it's funny because it's kind of goes a little bit contradictory to what y'all been saying. Never have to sleep again. I really? want to yeah, you know how many books I could read if I didn't have to sleep? Oh, that is kind of red, but would you still have like the repercussions of not sleeping? Like you would still feel like ass? I hope not. Hmm. If you're just constantly refreshed, that's pretty good. Yeah, but would your lifespan be different if you were just living 24 hours a day? You'd be like Listen, a vampire. Life I mean, just sucks now. So, you know, yeah. if I give up my life, part of it, but the rest of the quality, <laughs> I don't mind. That's fine. Oh. I yearn for the void. Yeah, you would get a lot of shit done. That's true. Yeah, oh. I don't know, man. Just imagine how many subscribers we could have if we never slept. Sleep is, <laughs> sleep is so good. It depends on the content, though. You know what I mean? Like, even if you were able to do it for 24 hours nonstop, but how that's a that not that we wouldn't be willing to do it, but that's a lot of indie. It's <laughs> like <laughs> that's like a whole lot. Yeah, and I wonder too, would your brain still be susceptible to like? just dealing with all of that information constantly. So would you just mentally be taxed even though you're awake or? Okay. Um, also, I changed my superpower <clears throat> to the power to go back in time so I didn't have to hear your tweezer story. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but I can't undo it now. It's already in the past. Well, if I had my superpower, I could. 
Yeah, blame my cousin. It's fucking weird. Uh, let's get into some videos that were featured on iDream of Indy. How's that sound to y'all? Much better. Yeah. So I did a review. I'll kick it off with Card Shark. Now, this game was just featured in the live stream that you should have been watching with Legend of the Star. Uh, Devolver had their big event, which we'll touch on a little bit later. Card Shark was featured there. I guess they just don't have enough games to fill the whole event or something, but they showed Card Shark again. It did just recently come out. And this game is super stressful, Silent Signs. I know you played some with me because I was getting extremely angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did, I've talked about it in my review. You can check that out on the channel. But what did you think of Card Shark? Uh, I liked the concept of it. I liked the art of it. I liked the music of it. I just didn't like the gameplay. That's my bottom line. Yeah, so for those of you that aren't familiar, this game is essentially, well, it's a card game, but not really. You are a cheat. You are cheating at cards. Well, you're, you're kind like of... the assistant to the cheat. Yes. You're not even the cheat. Yeah, so you're not playing cards. You're cheating at cards, which is a really cool concept. But that timer at the bottom, anything with a freaking timer in a game drives me nuts. I don't know how you all feel about this. Uh, Yeah, the timer kind of puts that pressure, you know, and I, I tend to avoid games that put pressure. I've got plenty of that in my life. Uh, But it kind of sounded like the way you're describing it, uh, Silent Signs, it, it sounded like, He's got a great personality. He's got a good job, but that face. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like. It was like, I wanted to like it so bad. There's like no nice way of saying that the gameplay sucks though. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say it sucks. It just wasn't for me. It, it was just too me. stressful. A lot of people are probably enjoying the game. This is like one of the first Devolver games in the last few years that I didn't really click yeah, with. I agree I with that. Say. Uh, and I know legend, you were just saying on stream how you click with all of them. So maybe you would like card shark. You like pressure, right? I do. And I don't, I just like, um, I really like the art style of it. And I think it's neat how you are the assistant to the cheat because, uh, Devolver Digital has actually been doing episodes on their channel involving card shark where someone's actually dressed like Renaissance and they, um, try to teach you the actual card trick that they have in the game. So I think that's why I'm, I'm really interested in trying it out. Yeah. It's definitely not for everyone. I was really big into magic when I was growing up. I mentioned that in the review and I love magic tricks and stuff. So I thought I would really connect with it more, but I uh, just didn't do it for me. Silent Silence. I don't know. It's okay. Not no, every not game's going to do it for you. Literary Rose though, you played what looked like a depressing title here, Corpse Factory. I have to say watching your review, I was super interested in this one because while I am depressed and miserable often in life, I like going down this dark path for some reason still. So Corpse Factory looks really good. What did you uh, like so much about this game? You gave it the golden genie lamp of approval. Yeah. Um, it has just, for me personally, this, staring, this staying power in the narrative. And when you mentioned that about like, that's actually a pretty normal human thing to desire strong emotions. And we always think like, oh, we want to feel happy. But when you go on a roller coaster, it's, a, it's, it's about that adrenaline rush and sort of like these kind of dark, depressing, uh, twisted narratives yeah, they don't bring happiness, but they do bring that strong emotion. I really think the uh, Corpse Factory did a stellar job. And it was very interesting because your characters are all basically like villains to anti-heroes, but mostly villains. And the game never tries to romanticize the awful shit they do. At the same time, you still see how these are people with a past and issues and triggers and it doesn't all come up at once there's no like info dump of like hi this is my name and this is my past which I kind of expect a little bit with anything in the anime-esque territory but it really did take its time in giving you bits and pieces 
of what happened to these characters that led them to becoming the people they are. And there were these moments of like freak out where I really appreciated the visual, you know, the visual they went for of like repeating a particular line over and over and over at a, at a rate on the screen to kind of give that idea of like that cycle of, of like, I'm stuck in this thought, I'm obsessing, I'm spiraling. I just thought it was a really elegantly made game and the characters were honestly very compelling. It's not like, well, I've never played, I have played other visual novels, but not a ton. So I can't say that my uh, range of comparison is particularly vast, but uh, I read a lot. I know stories. This is a damn good story. Dark as hell, but real good. Yeah, you're just saying that now I can actually relate. I make no secrets about the fact that I have uh, mental health issues and anxiety disorder. And when you said the thoughts kind of repeating over and over again, that's something I often struggle with. So that makes me actually, I'm curious, is this game relatable in some ways, you think, for people like me that deal with anxiety? Or is it just too dark to even go down that path? No, it's absolutely relatable. It's interesting how our protagonists... Um, she has periods where like, oh, this is not relatable at all. You like death. Uh, <laughs> and then there's another half of her that's like a person with anxiety, with fears, with major body image issues and other characters. So it's not just her, but everybody's fucked up in their own special way. And it's all portrayed with, with great kindness, I would say. Like they're murdery stuff, no, but the struggles with anxiety, with getting control of your emotions, with self-image, body image is discussed. And you see how the characters are trying to grapple with this. So I, I think absolutely there's a lot you could probably relate to and think upon after playing this game. But I would also say, <laughs> be careful it doesn't trigger you. Because it, it, it's really, I would say it's very emotionally intense. So this, this is when you want to take some pauses as you play. Fair enough. Interestingly enough, we'll stay on a dreadful subject matter, I guess, here with DreadX Collection now, Legend of the Star. You did a stream of this. This is a collection of, I believe, is it 20 different little horror indie games in one big collection? Oh, I really liked the Dreadx collection. I loved how it was sort of a game inside of a game. I was really confused um, because as you guys saw when I did the uh, first game, you find the present, you put it on the table and that kind of unlocks. Cause it doesn't tell you it unlocks. It just kind of like, oh, now you have this unlocking when you look at the cake and there's all this stuff to it. Um, and it opens kind of an extra window instead of inside of the game. So that was a little different. I wish it probably, I wish it would have told me that. That would have, I was like, what the heck? Like we were all kind of confused for a little while. I was like, where'd my game go? What's going on? Um, but I really like the premise of it because there was something creepy inside of that pizza place. Um, we got the video like, up here no now. That one with the well looked so cool <laughs> where you had the drop. Yeah, I really liked it. I saw this one. That's so funny. I, I thought that one looked like a, it looked like a, like a cow, but I didn't realize it was like a human body running from the sky, like head first. Like now that I look at it, like, oh, it's a person, but because it was dark and the way the arms are, it's funny. But um, yeah, the ones with the kids kind of freak me out. I don't really like playing games that involve that, um, but I'm sure it's not something that's super grotesque. A lot of times it's more like innuendo or psychological terror, um, common fears that most children would have when they're little, right? But I, yeah, I loved the premise of it. It was really neat. The retro style of it, the keyboard mouse control was really super smooth. 
Um, I didn't realize they had so many collections. Like when you gave this to me, I thought, oh, horror games, but it didn't click that it was horror game. That one game though, the blood, the book of blood. That was <laughs> oh yeah, the book of blood, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they've done five of these apparently. This is the first one I've ever seen. So uh, yeah, I was looking through some of them. Like I'm interested because this is just the collaboration of indie devs, both sort of past collections and newer developers um, contributing to the uh, the gameplay. So I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Um, the gallery that was <laughs> freaky too because you had to do the pattern real quick. So I was uh, panicking with pressure, so but whispers. it feels like you're in VR, which is weird. You could really get motion sickness if you're not careful with this game. I think, but it oh, warns this you. This was the ASMR one, right? The whisper one. I hate yeah. This was the whisper one. Yeah. That one was creepy. I was playing Fishing Paradiso while I was watching this stream. And like, I was in such a happy place playing that game. And then I would hear these people like, wah, 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 in the background. <laughs> and I was like, oh, please make it stop. It was super creepy. Yeah. I think what's weird. cool about these collections is that like, it might give indies, like these small developers a chance to really get their uh -huh. game seen. And then they can maybe develop a bigger game off of this game in the future, get their own physical release or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. I think so. And there are a lot, I think in the indie, in the indie content, the content creation space, there is a lot more um, like horror focused indie streamers than there are, I think just casual gamers or visual novelers or, you know, um, variety streamers like me. The horror game genre goes pretty deep with the indies because they get really freaky. Um, so I'm really hoping that puts more of a shine um, to games. And and even though like, even though I like I'm mixed bag, right? Like I hate horror games because they're scary, but I also like them because they're scary. Um, it's really cool for someone like me who's sort of in that middle space to enjoy these games, like the short collection without having to buy like a whole bunch of games individually. So that was cool. All right, another game we had on the channel this week was 10. Now this game surprised me. I did not have the highest expectations for this title when I was playing it, but I ended up really liking it quite a bit. Essentially, the concept here is that you're in these various trap rooms and you have to survive them for 10 seconds. You don't necessarily have to like beat a room like you would think or just get through it. You just have to survive. And it's really quite cool. It reminded me a little bit, you all remember that game uh, Downwell where yeah. you're falling down yeah. the well and you have a little bit of like the RPG, the shops and stuff like that. It has some of that, but it's just all about surviving for 10 seconds. So I thought it was really quite neat. I don't know if y'all got a chance to see the video or not. but uh, This looks hard as hell. It's tough, yes. Yeah, I saw the video and it looks like a fantastic game that I could not play because like watching it, my anxiety was like, <laughs> I'll jump here, run there. I'm just thinking my it would be butterfingers for me. It is tough, but it's pretty fair. And that's because the controls feel really good. That's really the key to a good platform. You have to have those precision tight controls to make them really fun and responsive. This and is so funny to me that this didn't stress you out, but Card Shark did. Yeah, it didn't stress me at all because it <laughs> felt good, but like- Like watching this, I'm stressed. It's weird, right? I know I mentioned earlier, I don't like timers and yet, I like the idea of the timer coming to an end and that meaning I'm going to succeed versus I'm going to fail. Well, also I had it at times two speed. So like, it wasn't actually that fast. Oh, if you were looking at it and thinking God. like, oh my God. I was watching this and I was like, how does anyone play this? <laughs> no, no, I had it sped up. So sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, neat little game. And the developer's first game, I apologize. I don't remember the developer's name offhand, but uh, it's their first game. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, yeah, we probably have it here. Uh, Borg. Uh, Borg. Borg. Yeah. So really cool game. Right, Fishing a Paradiso. Is that next? 
Yes. Yeah. Fishing Paradiso, Silent Sons. Fishing Paradiso. Tell us about your fishing adventures. I have to shout out uh, Literary Rose because I don't think I would have known this was coming out um, without her. So thank you. Yeah, from the uh, folks that worked on uh, Bear's Restaurant, Odin Cat. Yeah, so it, it actually ties directly into Bear's Restaurant, which is really cool. I didn't realize when I started playing it, but then I was like, wait a second, these characters look awfully familiar. <laughs> and it's a direct tie-in, which is great because I loved that game. I love the art style here too. It has that Game Boy Advanced like art yeah. top style too. That's really great. So it's gorgeous. And, uh, yeah, a fishing game. Now, not normally people's favorite mm -hmm. genre. How does it work here though? I don't I don't even think I've ever enjoyed a fishing game until this, to be honest with you, but it's really stress-free fishing. Like there's unlimited attempts. Like you don't have to succeed on your first one. You don't have to catch the right fish right away. There are tasks you need to complete, like catch seven flounders or whatever that's not a fish in the game but you, you know what i mean <laughs> um but like you don't have to catch them all in a row you can the file like, fish yeah um oh. also the story is really cool it does deal a little bit with like the afterlife so well, I, bear's restaurant was dead. like that too i mean yeah. you're, you're dead so it's fine <laughs> but i liked it a lot i love the tie-ins with bear's restaurant i love the music i love the art i loved the little birdie look at him the so cute. Bird. It's like Twitter bird. No, he's way better than the Twitter bird. What is the Twitter bird, by the way? I don't know. What kind of bird is that? A monster. Blue jay, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one's a great one. Well recommended then? Very, very yeah. much so. But um, Clay Bear's Restaurant first. Okay, fair enough. Super Perils of Baking. Now, Silent Signs, you saw me struggling with this game as well. It was a week of struggles, apparently, for old Yeah, we, I think we were just struggling in general this week. Life just got us down this week, I guess. Yeah. But uh, this is a throwback 16-bit style platformer that has a little bit of an identity crisis because it's trying to cram in a lot of 8-bit stuff, too. So it just feels a little bit unfocused. It wants mm -hmm. to be like a Super Mario World style game, but it also wants to have some Mega Man in there and all these different genres. It also wants to have some Candyland in there. Candyland with a very strange visual aesthetic i don't know how i felt about it i it's good pixel art but like the whole thing thematically is a little bit weird i don't know if you agree i agree yeah yeah just kind of a strange game didn't really click with me and i'm bummed about that because i love platformers i love donkey kong country there's some mine levels in this you know the cart some people are not into the cart levels i guess this is a thing that i didn't really realize i always thought they were fun they're fun in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. The the ones in this game didn't look fun to me, though. Uh, Rose or Legend, are you uh, fans of platformers at all? I like platformers. They're one of my favorite games to play, I think, because you can just kind of like rush through it if you need to, you know, and it's just jumping and moving um, around. How, how like, does, does the art style mess with, like, the storyline? It looks... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, there's a pancake. You're collecting cookies in the. The story the is that there's these two Baker brothers. They were very competitive, and one of them put on a cursed uh, hat. Baker's, a baker's hat. And that turned everything into like food monsters. And now you're on a quest to stop your brother's corruption. Uh, that's hmm. the main idea. That's, yeah. Okay, that's kind of cute now that you like tell the storyline <laughs> to it. Because I saw the graphics to it and it was like this comic, like the two brothers were like facing each other. It was very anime kind of like protagonist type stuff. It was funny. I was like, oh, what's this? And then when I watched it, I was like, huh <laughs> it's just really weird like this footage with the balloon face thing it's just a little bit uncomfortable and weird yeah why uh, yeah. does the balloon need a goatee yeah and it also just doesn't feel great it feels like it gets the job done but it doesn't feel like tight like you would want a platformer mm -hmm. in the genre to feel yeah. like. mm -hmm. 
Mm. And that can make things frustrating too. So overall, I wasn't big on it. Aw, that's too bad because, well, I don't like platformers, so this was never going to be a joy for me. (laughs) I I don't, I don't have the patience for like the precision jumps, but I love this art style. I love that it's all like, Candyland monstery stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. the controls aren't there, it doesn't matter. Yeah, see, I love platformers. Um, they're one of the few genres I'm good at, I'd say. I think you give me most platformers because you don't like to do them, and I usually do. But I like to play them, I just they need to feel a certain way for me to really enjoy. Yeah, them. The, this one wasn't it. The, it. the jumps didn't feel good, it didn't feel precise. Um, and just too many genres, like I mentioned, it tries to yeah. go too much into Mega Man and it's Super got, Mario. Oh, and, and the soundtrack. I, we, yes, you described it as farts. Yeah, it does sound like farts. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's like the worst compliment we could probably give to a game. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But it's true. <laughs> How about my lovely wife, Legend of the Star? What? That sounds like I'm calling you my lovely wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did turn you into a succubi. You did kill me, though. You killed me. I did. Name. I did. I misspelled your name, too. And then I killed. I had to. I had I had to sacrifice your vessel for Quite the divorce. That was um. hilarious. I heard you lose money. And I got divorce, to keep everything, too. Well, um, I really like this. this game. I've been playing it on my my channel. Um, I did the other day, I mean, you popped in too when I was playing it. I've been having a lot of fun with this. There's so much more to the story than you realize. Um, it's really story progressive. And what I like about this the most, honestly, kind of just the fact that it's NSFW. Like I don't get to stream those games. I can't play those games in my household, you know, cause I share a Steam account with my children, you know, cause I have to supervise what they play. That's kind of like my parenting thing. And like, I can't, you know, and, and I have to admit like some NSFWs are games are really good. So it was nice being able to play a game that I don't have to hide really. It's more like just sexual innuendo and connotations. And that was, I was going to ask, this one's not like super vulgar, right? No, I mean, it is and it isn't at the same time. I mean, you can kind of get the gist of what everyone's saying, like carnal essence come on now you know we all know what that is and like the exchanging of it and like the way that they comment on some of the things you're just like mm, you're okay you know looks like a lot of um, boobies going on here yeah but the fact that it has like 20 different succubi that you can um that you can craft and you, it once you create a succubi it gives you the ingredients and so you know that if you put it in the slots that's what you're going to be creating um and the whole point of it is just to find the right vessel for your your wife but your wife's soul, basically, um, that's that's kind of the whole premise of it. And but it's really interesting is that there's only certain succubi that can hold um, can hold her soul. So you can only craft like I think four, three different demons. I just happened to, to like craft one of them by accident because I'm just like mixing stuff, just throwing in the pot. Like why follow the the instructions, you know? Um, but the the storyline to it is really like it's really sweet. He just wants to, you know, have his wife back and. Um, you find out who Philip really is, you know, why he's kind of lurking around. And um, I don't know if you guys saw or remember the gameplay of it. You guys can watch the VOD on the channel. Um, the uh, priestesses, they're in part of this story too. Uh, they actually ended up having her soul in the lantern. And uh, Luna also sent them a letter. So he's kind of conflicted as to who he should trust and who he should believe. And it's it really, I was like, mm. like, it's it's fun, like to goof off and send them to like the brothel or the you know, and I like being able to earn the money to unlock the stuff because it's like tycoon and then bureaucrat. And you know, a bureaucrat's going to spend more money like for certain things. I'm saying, you know, and 
Um, it's it's neat because you have to have them. You've got to take them out on dates too. You have to force these these succubi to. Well, you don't force them to fall in love with you, but you get them to fall in love with you just kind of gradually. It's sort of like the day progresses and your contact progresses, uh, and you have a choice whether you do want to kill them or not. And you know, with the four different storylines, I think that's also kind of neat. Um, and the fact that there's two main stories. So depending on how dark you get with the storyline or the choices that you make, uh, you can really sort of have Jake go down like a really devious path in order to resurrect <laughs> his wife. And looking at the footage, it looks a little bit more interactive than your typical like dating sim too. So I kind of like that about it. Like, it looks like there's a lot to do in the game. It's a lot. To, you don't think of it when you first look at it. They have um, a game also called My Lovely Daughter, which is sort of, not the same thing, obviously, but the same art style, the same sort of premise where you're having to like resurrect your dead daughter type of thing. Um, so they're really honing in on their craft, that is for sure. And they're definitely um, coming out with more of a series, I feel, that's in line with um, what they're trying to, uh, the story that they're trying to tell. And character progressive games, I, I love that stuff. I love the choices that you make, you know, de develop the character's personality and sort of the, I, I love that stuff. It's really cool. The whole choose your own adventure type stuff. Neat. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because you never know when I pick you a game, sometimes you uh, will hate it. Sometimes you will like it. So I try it's my best. Bag, right? I'm not trying to be a jerk and give you something you don't like. Hey, look, there's always going to be like games within the genre that we don't like, but there, I don't really like, you don't like turn-based games. I think sometimes like, I feel like, cause you don't like turn-based games. Like you do, you hand off the games that you don't like. To other people. I mean, there's a whole other staff there too, though. That doesn't. <laughs> so I just... noticed, I noticed that, but <laughs> I was like, it's a lot of turn-based games. And I heard you mention you didn't like them. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Maybe just nobody likes that's why. that's why. That's why. That's why I was like, look, I need a break. <laughs> need turn big games. Because some of them are a lot of fun, but others you're just like, I can't. It's too much. Too many. Too many. All right. Ones. Please fix the road. This was from Ash. Looked like a fun little puzzle game. I don't have a lot to say about it. I didn't play it, but uh... it did. It looked like a diorama style puzzles, which to me kind of reminded me of sizable which is that's a game what i, I was just thinking back. sizable yeah that game was awesome um shout well, out to sizable. this one you're trying to get a car from point a to point b on a little tiny diorama and you have to adjust stuff around it looks really cool i would probably like this just to chill out with you know yeah. not the pressure of a review maybe just to kind of mess around with a puzzle every night and Kind of like in the same way yes. a jigsaw puzzle. I like to mess around with it and just. It does look very chill, though. I really like the art style. I like the color choices. Yeah, looks yeah, it's nice. a beautiful game. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got that cozy vibe to it, which I don't typically expect to come out of like kind of puzzly game, but looks very lovely. What was that game? Donut County is it? The that was like the that puzzle game. the the puzzle like cute cozy that's that's the only other one I can really think of that was cute and cozy and kind of puzzly. Uh, that was more like portals if I remember though, right? Yeah, that was like reverse um Katamari Damasi. Yeah, you would like drop yeah. stuff into the you the suck portals. everything into the hole into the bottom of the world. That was yeah. a neat game. I did like that yeah, game. I did like it quite a bit. Uh, Sheena the Red Witch. This was from Jay. Again, I don't know a lot about this game. Literary Rose, I think you were interested in this one too. The little I know about this game, I it was on Kickstarter and I believe it was developed by a dad. And that's the most I remember. Wait, a dad? Yes, a father. 
Okay. <laughs> like a daddy? <laughs> like a daddy? No, not that one. Uh, okay. Just a regular old papa. But I thought that was that was nice that uh we had a, a father being like, let me create an indie game and help support my family and, and children. But also I just really like this art style. I found it extremely compelling. Um, and just based on the review that I watched when Jay was talking about it, it seems fantastic. So I'm I'm very interested in this one personally. What was that daddy game? Dream Daddy? Is that the one? Oh hell was? yeah. That's a game for sure. Square Keeper. Literary Rose, you played this. Ah uh, yes, I reviewed this. Um it's a puzzle game. Uh it's exactly <laughs> what it bills itself as. Like there's no plot. Oh, the fucking bongo music. Yeah, that drove me nuts in the short time I was editing the video. So oh I can't imagine God. like hours of playing that. Well, imagine you're listening to that shit and you're stuck at a puzzle and I'm handing it off to my husband. I sent clips of it to three different friends on the puzzle <laughs> I got stuck. I was like, somebody help me because I had to listen to these bongos again. <laughs> what do we think is worse, the bongo music or the farts and bakery, whatever? Uh, I feel like the fart is short lived at least, and you'll get a laugh out of that. This just isn't funny and it's miserable <laughs> too. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they went with the choice of one piece bongos, <laughs> but, uh, I would, I would not recommend they do that again. Um, otherwise it's honestly a meh kind of game. There really is like cards in it, right? There's cards. And that's the little, that's the little gimmick is like you, each room is, the puzzle you solve it with the cards but they don't tell you what the cards do so you kind of have to fuck around and fail a lot like okay i figured out that the sword moves me forward and then when they introduce the spear and you try it out oh i don't move forward now already failed this retry i'm getting vehemently angry just hearing this they didn't have like an undo if you played a card you didn't want to do or something no no you just start again you're just screwed I hate when games just screw you like that and give you no chance and you still have to go through the motions. Yeah. That's like the most annoying shit. Yeah. That is the most annoying. I did not enjoy playing this, but um, I will say some of the puzzles did feel satisfying to beat the one. Some of them did. There were maybe I would say half of them didn't make me want to bang my head against the wall. (laughs) So then when I completed, I was like, okay, cool. But because there's no, there's, there's nothing that impulses you to keep going. It's the same little victory. Holds up his sword. Boom. Next puzzle. Like, there's there's nothing for me to chew upon. (laughs) That actually takes me back to Card Shark for a moment. You just reminded me of that. uh, You can fail pretty early on in that game, and you Mm. still have to go through the motions. It's like, fuck Mm. you. Uh, Anyways. What else did we play here? Mm, uh, Curse, Curse of the, of the Sea Rats. Rats. We played this together, Silence. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. This is a, a demo we were uh, given early access to. This demo is going to be a part of the Steam Next Fest, I believe, too. So. I believe it was also at PAX, which we were at, but it, uh, we didn't play it. Yeah. So y'all will be able to play this pretty soon. I liked it. How did you like it? I liked it a lot. It's definitely challenging, though, I will say. Someone mentioned it looks like a 90s cartoon, and they really nailed it. You're right. It I. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it reminds me of the rats of Nim, doesn't it? It has kind of like that vibe I to it. See that? That's yeah. Pretty dope. Yeah. I think I said when I was playing it, it kind of reminded me of like Rescue Rangers, like yeah. specifically the girl mouse in Rescue Rangers, but maybe a little bit more, a little bit cleaner. Yeah. 
it's cool though. It's kind of like a Metroidvania. It's a little bit more open, more explorative. I like that you can do the co-op because the thing with Metroidvanias where I get a little frustrated is I'm wandering alone. But when I have you there, it kind of balances things out. I like any game where you have co-op though. Yeah, same. I'm really glad that there's co-op and four-player co-op. I believe it does go up to four, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and you're leveling up, you're gaining new skills, you're kind of getting treasure and equipping stuff. I really am quite excited about this. And P-Cube's a great publisher, so I'm not surprised. You think we could train the cats to play? We probably could. Yes. And then we would have four players. Yes, that would be our only well, can you do the Steam remote stuff if you have two players local? Can you get more people involved still? Or does that just emulate a second controller? I'm not sure. I think it does it emulates, that's all. Yeah, so Emily, yeah, and it's dependent on whether or not the same game actually has remote play because there's remote play and then there's remote play together and remote play together is when only one person needs to own the game. But remote play means that you can remote play it on like other devices like a gotcha. tablet or something. Yeah, because this is local co-op only so far. There's no online co-op. So I'm thinking maybe that, that is really cool, though, that Steam gives you the ability to do that. Mm. Y'all are funny. I'm watching this gameplay. I'm like, you have my strategy of gaming, which is just go in and hit, yeah, hit, hit, hit and survive. I have no patience left in life. Well, so. like I tried to block at first, but the block was so ineffective. That was one thing I did yes, not like. But it we, is bad. we also were like very low level and didn't get very far in it <laughs> because we only played an hour. Yeah, it's just so, a demo. So yeah, but you uh, can but, level up your skills. Fairly expensive demo. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Metal Max Xeno was the last one. X Hardcore Gamer has a review of that up right now. A lot of history behind this game. A lot of tanks, a lot of sand. A lot of tanks. It has like the look of an old like PS3, like 360 game. I got to agree uh, though, the game art, the art that they provided for this game for thumbnails and things like that gave no indication about what this game is about. Yeah, it looked kind of like a booby game. I saw the thumbnail and I was like, oh, cute girl in a bus with a dog. That sounds fun. And then I started editing the footage. I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. It's a freaking weird game uh, based off what I saw of it. But there's a history there. Check out the full review. I don't know a lot about it. It is in the news later, though. I guess we'll touch on that in a few moments. Neat. The series is anyways. Speaking of the news, let's get into it. What's our first story here, Literary Rose? Dungeon Crawler missed over to be delisted (gasps) from digital storefronts all over June 30th. Why? Uh. Never good when something gets delisted. Why is it being delisted? I guess we'd have to read the story, wouldn't we? Well, it said, well, I I read this earlier, plebs, oh. and it said <laughs> that uh, the, that license, makes one of us. <laughs> the license agreement was set to expire, but mm-hmm. like uh, they're doing it all over the world. So even the article is kind of like, question mark, why are you doing this though? You self-published in in areas, why? Just like a dick move or what? It, they were like, if this specific region can't have my game, then no one can, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. So it I looks like this is going to be gone as of June 30th. Now, yeah. I think you can purchase it and it will still be fine if you do up to that point, but it's going to yes. be gone after then. Yeah, it says here that if you already have it, you can still, you'll still be able to download it and play it. But after that, it's it's gone to the world. I wonder if this is just like, a last-ditch effort to sell copies of their game. It could be. Maybe it's just like selling like total ass, and they're like, we got to get a few copies of this. That's thing kind of that. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. no one's gonna buy it unless we make it a now or never thing. So let's just do that. Did any of y'all play this game or experience anything with it? I've seen it around a lot in Steam showcases, so I'm really surprised. 
It's only three years um, old. About yeah, that. It looks really good, but it's like a turn-based tactic game and it's like a little TV. Nice Who doesn't like little chibi? But it has a lot of references that it looks like to um, Darkest Dungeon. I'm surprised it's getting delisted. I thought this game would have done really well. Just Ooh, the art style alone is really intriguing. It says here it has mixed reviews yeah. from Steam players. Really? Huh. It must be maybe the play style or the controls. But I never believe I never believe Steam reviews. I really don't. I think it's all yeah, dependent on um, on the perk. Because if you do a lot of positive reviews, you get curator status and then you get all that stuff or whatever. I don't, I don't even know, but. I mean, somebody called Super Perils of Baking Game of the Year on Steam reviews. Yes. So <laughs> there's just a lot of Really? It. Well, like, they always see it. And- it really discredits <laughs> the people that do leave some pretty authentic reviews on it there. It does. It so really does. And that's yeah. a bummer. Uh, it's the know. Wild West. Uh, speaking of, well, I guess this isn't the Wild West. This is more of the desert. But back to Metal Max, it looks like, oh, it is called Wild West. <laughs> Were you putting that on purpose? No, I literally didn't even know. Holy hell, that's weird. Metal Max Wild West has been canceled. Literally, they're not making this game anymore. It's just done. Oh. Now, I don't know why that is exactly. I guess it's just the series has not caught on like they were hoping. But it's weird timing because that one we just reviewed just coming out. So they haven't even really given that a chance to sell it all. Maybe it just wasn't projected to do very well. Maybe they have the internal numbers. Also, did you see the way that game looked? Like, no offense. I I don't know if anyone out there is a Metal Max fan. I've never actually encountered the series in the wild before, but the graphics looked very dated and I'm wondering if these looked similar and they just figured we can't release this in 2022. Yeah, and weird because I'm assuming this game was more, the series was more popular in Japan and yet it's getting pulled there as well. So maybe they're just like, fuck Metal Max, we're done. Or maybe there's some kind of battle or feud between, who knows, could be drama. It looked a bit sad, like the gameplay from X-Hardcore Gamer Joe. X-Hardcore Gamer Joe. X-Hardcore Gamer Joe. <laughs> That's what happens when they wonder twin together yes. and like put their rings yeah. together. <laughs> from X-Hardcore Gamer. It looked sad. I don't know, something about the desert and you're like shooting ants what yeah it was very weird it was yes. weird putting the footage together and yet it, it all looked the same yeah this was a series that managed to stick around for quite a while at least in japan we didn't get a lot of them uh so yeah that's that if you were looking forward to playing that game you ain't playing it unfortunately but you can play the other one yes you can play the one out. that just uh was reviewed on the channel so anyways take a look at this new trailer what do we have here oh chibi robo <gasps> oh yeah tail. i was watching this it looked cute can y'all see the video yeah, mm-hmm. I actually watched this trailer earlier as well. It almost has like a like a ratchet and clank. Yeah, like a ratchet oh. and clank. Almost like a little big planet kind of oh style to it. It's I want to so give it kisses. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love robots. It reminds me of what was that robot that came out as like a um, amiibo thing? Wally. No. Uh, I don't oh. Know. I, well, you what mean I have about? a vector? Is that what you're talking about? No, there was Rob. like a, a Nintendo. Oh, game. Robbie, Robbie. The oh, one. Robbie. Oh, okay. I was like the NES one. No, that, you're not thinking of Rob the robot. Nope. There was a. I think it was. I'm trying to remember if there was a. It couldn't have been a. Maybe it was a Wii game. It had a little robot, and they made like an amiibo of it, and it was really cute. And for some reason, it's like wicked expensive now. Hmm. Someone's gonna know. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah. Please hold. Robot. Uh, robot amiibo. amiibo. Here we go. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> yeah there he is i oh. think chibi that, yeah that's rob that's not rob that's rob that's not rob that is definitely rob rob is my boss that's not rob R O this guy yeah oh chibi yes that guy Chibi robo oh it's so cute 
Oh, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to yeah. give up all of my money for it. <laughs> see? You only need $10. Every I time I see it, I'm like, I want that. Interesting. It's I own like cute. three or four Amiibo and then I stopped buying them because I'm like, what am I doing? Anyway, that's what this reminded me of. <laughs> Sorry for the... Yeah, this looks cute. Derailing the conversation again. Oh, okay. Excellent. I think I will be getting this game because this just <laughs> looks adorable. Will you be getting Redo? A dark, evocative, non-linear action RPG. This is from Top, Top Hat. There's a lot We've of buzzwords. with them a few times. Uh, I think this looks cool. Y'all haven't seen this? Is this like I a asked, debut for you right oh, now? Oh, I saw this. Yeah, yes. the, the graphics are... Ooh. The pixel art, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, 16-bit. I feel like I remember seeing this in a trailer in one of those showcases at some point. Mm -hmm. There's a girl poster in the back. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this looks really neat. It's a bit on the slow side. You know what? Sometimes I like slow. Ooh, giant skeleton. Yeah, the movement looks a bit slow. I see what you're saying. And also, I don't need 10,000 years to read the text, but... I it could just be it. the way the trailer's set up too, though. And maybe like when you're actually playing it, that slow feel yeah, has better, a yeah. you know, oh. more meaning to it. But this I'll looks good. I'll tell you what, I want to play this. What is that? A, a ah, what is that thing? Mm. I did send them an that email about uh, hopefully it's getting hentai. this on the channel. So we'll see. Well, you'll find someone to play it. Sounds yeah. like. Yeah, I, I'm, I was confident <laughs> someone would want to play it. All right, next story. Annapurna Interactive has announced their 2022 showcase for July 28th. I believe you mentioned this earlier on the stream, Legend of the Star. You like Annapurna quite a bit. I do. Allegedly. I don't know if this is a true story, but I heard. I said this a little bit on the stream too. I heard that Annapurna is owned by a woman who like came from money and she decided to open her own independent publishing company, which is... Annapurna. Um, but a lot of the content creators like working with Annapurna, I played a couple of their games and uh, I have to say that they're pretty decent publishing company. This one, the cats. Oh, I'm excited about that one. You get to play as like a, like a cat with like a backpack. This one. It's yeah, that dry. one. It's I'm excited dry. for, I'm excited for all the games. Honestly, like I, I Annapurna interactive is Ooh. one of my, I have a lot of indie publishers, but definitely like my top 10 would have to be Annapurna. I like them a lot. So I take it, assuming availability, you might be uh, doing a live stream. Oh, I would scream and be so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be cool if we can get you on the channel. Looks like it's going to be July 28th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. The the cat game is Stray. I was just showing Joe the other day. You showed me Stray the other day. Yeah. Yeah, Stray does look awesome. Stray looks good. Yes. So yeah, July 28th, Annapurna Interactive. More fun announcements. We're just in that season. It's like, E3 is gone, but there's still plenty of shit going. Oh, yeah. For indies, summertime is really our Sunday. Summertime is when games tend to like release a new amount or new new announcements come out. Um, I always think of indie games as kind of like this, like when the announcements come out, like like around this time frame and then games don't necessarily release till about like August, September. And then we have like that lull sort of fall period, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. December like- as a content creator, December is pretty brutal. Yeah, like yeah, because everything no. isn't released until the next year, so you've got, like, no new content really to play except for some old stuff. It's weird because the big AAAs, they do their November-December deal, and then the indies kind of taper off to kind of get out of the way of all that stuff. At yeah, least that's what it feels like. It does. No, I can, I totally concur. Summer, summer's really, like, the time for indies. That's when everything happens. Silent Signs, you like bears? You like breakfast? I like bears restaurant. Bear and breakfast? <laughs> July? Sounds up my alley. What is this all about? It looks like it's from developer Gummy Cat. Uh, it's, a management. it's a management. It's a management. Oh, perfect. Legend, you want to stream this? You love management. 
<laughs> time more time management. Yeah. Now, let me see a little footage of this thing. Uh, yeah. It looks cute. It looks it really cute. It reminds me of Gravity Falls in the yeah. art style. Like the blue hat is just like the protagonist. They're in the woods. Wow, the bear's chin looks like balls. <laughs> so mean. Oh. oh, he's got a. This is just like a cartoon oh. animation, though. Did they show any of the gameplay? Ooh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Let me let me get us up. Here we go. Oh, yes. it's like that Don't Starve uh, art style. <gasps> oh, it does have like that Don't Look at the. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of uh, Machiavellian. Machiavellian is like this. I think I could tolerate this more just because it's kind of cute. It looks very yeah. cute, but I don't think it's it It's not be my gameplay me. style. Yeah. Rose, you like these games, right? I do, and it's cute. So I feel like I definitely could adore this. Um, I've been watching this one actually from the shadows. This one's all you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jay likes them too. So okay. Well, you know. we'll put it up. We'll put it up for grabs. Yeah. I think it'll be that's a duel it. to the death. I don't think that was the chin you were looking at. I believe I believe the balls you were referencing is his chest hair. <laughs> That was his chest hair? Okay. Well, his yeah. chest hair looks like ball sack. I was looking at the bear's face and I'm like, I don't know. Did you, am I the only one that saw a ball sack? I'm there? like, is it, is it there? No, it was this chesticle. Yeah, chesticle. Maybe I just have balls on my brain. I don't know. Mm, that's believable, <laughs> actually. It's okay. TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Finally, this game has an announced date and it's super soon, June 16th. Yes. I'm excited. I love arcade brawlers. I love the Ninja Turtles. I grew up. I'm old, as we've mentioned many times. It's in my name. And I played, of course, all of the classic Turtles games. So this one's going to have six player, they announced today. Silence. That's like the old X-Men cabinet where Freaking they had the six player. Sick. That is badass. Now, how am I going to hook up six controllers? I don't know, but I'm going to make it happen. Dude, we had a hard enough time hooking up two controllers. <laughs> exactly. I don't care, though. This is going to be Awesome. We got the preview of this back at PAX East. They took us into their little trailer. They almost kidnapped us, but they didn't. They let us play the game instead. Kidnap us. This looks and, good. And it was great. We it's uh, really, really good. We played Splinter, I think. You played Splinter? You played Splinter yeah. and I played um I don't remember who. April O'Neil, I think. No. But uh yeah, this is gonna be really good, I feel like. I'm excited Definitely for it. I think good. it looks fantastic. It plays really well, which is the key. Were you girls um turtles fans? Growing up, like yes. that little boy who says, "I like turtles." Not that, not that exactly. <laughs> Please like, tell me you know I like turtles. Ninja turtles. No? <laughs> I like turtles. Who didn't like the ninja turtles? I did right, not who, like who the were your turtles. favorite turtles? Ooh, that's I don't. I always like Michelangelo because he ate lots of pizza. But Leonardo was uh sort of like the calm one of the group, right? Always would kind of settle people down. And Donatello was just for Raphael, which is an ass. Yeah, but then, like uh, a lovable one, right? Like. I always I hate actually, that. That term, I actually, like, my favorite apple, but... was um, Donatello, strangely. I like yeah, how he I like my yeah. Skateboarding so room. Rose, you didn't like the turtles? No, it was ugly. <laughs> That's fair. I'm I sorry. Understand. I was such a, I still am superficial in many ways. I own up to it. And especially as a child, and I was like, if it's not cute, bleh. also, we didn't have TV. <laughs> I don't think I had TV till I was like, consistently till I was like 18. So everybody has all these stories of like, I watched this show as a child. And I was like, I had an antenna that we tried to pirate shit off of other people. And sometimes it works. <laughs> I'm I actually in kind of the same situation. I grew up without cable while everyone had it around me because my house was way off the road. We couldn't get cable without paying like thousands of dollars. Mm. So I was forced to get like seven or eight channels. So Luckily, Ninja Turtles was on Fox Kids, which I did get, but it was like that old staticky look. What looks like it's snowing and everything. It was just, yeah. You made do. You made do, right? 
You were fortunate you had cable. Right? Yeah, it wasn't that great. I mean, it's fine. All those Nickelodeon memories. Like when people mention that stuff, I'm like, I didn't get to experience this. So, All right, what are we doing next? Uh, what are we doing in general? Share what we're playing, looking forward to. Oh yeah, what we're currently playing. Okay. Does everyone know what they're currently playing? For a review or just in general? Uh, just in general, I guess. Well, I am reigniting my love and obsession for Cozy Grove. It is beautiful and I love it. And I did I see you were streaming that. Oh yeah, I it that was that and Animal Crossing were like my my little my safety, my my what's it called my floaties. They are my floaties in the ocean of distress that was the start of COVID. So it was just me and, and Cozy Grove and Animal Crossing, and I love it. Silent Signs, you played Old Skies recently. I did. Well, I played the demo of it. It's the latest title from Wadget Eye, the publisher. Strange um, Land. From yeah, Ordia. Yep, those are the two that I played from Wadjet Eye, at least, I think. I don't think I've played any of these other ones. Um, but this is another point-and-click adventure, a little bit of a different art style on this one, which I really like. Um, so far, pretty witty and sharp, just like those other titles I mentioned, which I'm really appreciating. Futuristic, a lot of mystery. Is it following, like, the conventions of point-and-click still, or are you just... There is, you know, you know you obscure have your, puzzles and all that. You have your inventory, you have items that you're examining, you're talking to um, people. But in this one, the whole story is that you are a time traveler and you have this ability to like be, bring people back in time to experience something from their past that they want to see again. So like you have this guy who is this brilliant scientist in your future, or like, I guess it's your present, but you know what I mean? Like, like in the future and she brings him back because he wants to experience this one thing before i think he's like terminal um and he's uh sick and going to die soon so he wants to like go back and experience this old diner that he used to eat at when he was a kid in college you're trying not to do things that make ripples into the future um, so you have to prevent him from doing things. And then he kind of runs away. So he fucks up everything. <laughs> you have to find him. And you got a lot out of this short demo. That's yeah. And this is only like an hour, man. This game damn, seems very deep. It looks cool too. Like almost like a rotoscope look to it. So. Yeah. Uh, I appreciated it. It ran really smoothly. It looks really nice. I like the character so far. Really great character development in such a short period of time. So excited. Very. To say the least. Excellent. I yeah. love the name of this store here where I pause. <laughs> Come I was get your comment city on that. meat. <laughs> I, I store in my town called city, city meat. We can make that happen, man. We can make your dream a reality if you want. Let's pool all our money together and open city meat. <laughs> That's just going to be yeah. the need for euphemism amongst the young people. Would you like to see my city meat? My city meat. <laughs> we can make t-shirts. We would make bank. Oh, yeah. Kind of underwear. You always have the underwear. What is with the underwear fetish? I, you have to have like clean underwear. I don't know. Like you just yeah. need to have it. Cotton. That's why we always overpack undies. Remember, I said that on the Discord. We always overpack undies. Anything that a woman like packs the most of is always going to be underwear. Three day trip, seven pairs of undies, no doubt. What's the mm -hmm. limit on underwear? Like, I'm sorry, Rose. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, what's the limit on how many days in a row you can wear underwear before it's too far? One. You yeah. Go one? I, I've gone two in boxers. I won't. I mean, in like half a day. <laughs> like very desperate situations where I have no access to clothing. But I imagine it's different because the ball sack sweats a lot. 
So I deal with a lot of like gnarly. Do you not think that women sweat? I think you sweat, but you don't have the danglers. <laughs> that like... it's a it's a gaping hole, sir. <laughs> it sweats in there. Like it, there's a lot that happens. This of... yeah. I mean, you have to check secretions. your pH. Your yo, like this is not just a because it's literally something people say. Sweaty balls, you know, because they sweat. Yeah. But they don't say sweaty. Yeah, well, people also say grow a pair of balls and they're the weakest fucking thing on the human body. So <laughs> maybe think about that. It's true. If I get kicked in them, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do They do perspire though. Should yeah. I de do you deodorize that? We can cut yeah. this out of the podcast entirely. <laughs> this is integral to the indie gaming community. <laughs> you can like, they make, they make like sprays and stuff and like, you have to be careful because like with women we have to really watch out for our ph balance because yep. if that goes off then you can get like yeast infections or you can mm -hmm. just get sick in general and yeah you have to take care of your your lady parts that health is really important we have a whole system you yeah. know so we need all the extra panties we need all of the gear it's yep. complex I'm more worried about just the constant <laughs> farting I do how gross the underwear must yeah be. it's yeah. disgusting yeah, it's probably just it's got all the like... poop particles on it. Yeah. You yeah. should get that checked out. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Two days max, I would say though. All right. All right. Other other games. Uh Legend. Are you playing anything right now? Um funny you should have playing a lot. <laughs> I've been playing well, I've, I've continued playing on my lovely wife. I really want to dive into that story a little bit more. I, it's hard to really complete visual novels because they're so long and it's a lot of reading. You know, and reading is exhausting. So I like to break that up when I stream. And then I did this um, game that was released. I talked about it earlier too, uh, September 28th called Warp Frontier um, by Brossom Games. And it's a really interesting story, very character progressive. And that sort of put the puzzles are hard. The poison, the puzzles annoys the crap out of me. Yeah, that's it. Warp Frontier. It's a really interesting game style because it, the choices that you make, even even like the pattern in which you solve the puzzles can affect the whole storyline. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, the puzzles. I don't know why people said positive reviews, to be honest. Like for me, it would be mixed because the puzzles are a little more complicated than they need to be because it doesn't explain um, like in a walkthrough tutorial, you know how to, oh, like this is the, what else in this room could I use to figure out to, you know, do this machine or something. It doesn't do that. You literally just have to click the hint and kind of figure it out for yourself. And I think that's what bothers me the most because most point and click puzzle games are like, oh, well, don't leave this room yet. <laughs> you know, like where where do you need to do? And it doesn't really have any of a, a hint system. So it makes the game, I think, a little longer than it needs to be. But the storyline so far is really good. It's really good. So I'm, I'm hoping to dive into it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, and then my go-to game is... Uh, uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2, which is more of like a double game than an indie double A game. I'm at the boss. <laughs> I'm at like the boss fight. Uh, so I've been kind of playing that offline too. Yeah, I've never played much of the Monster Hunter uh, series in my day. I did not think, you know, you can play the Monster Hunter on mobile. It's only like $4.99 and you can get it like through an app on the store, which is crazy. Um, cause I think you can only get it for the handheld if I'm not mistaken, but the, the storyline is really cool because the monster hunter stories, they run, um, parallel to the monster hunter game itself. So you're sort of dealing with, um, you know, cause the monsters like these people who aren't hunters, you know, they have to live on these islands and live in this area with these monsters. So they have to cohabitate. And so they learn to sort of adapt, um, to their situation. And in this, there's like this story of a, uh, 
a prophecy that's coming and you're trying to figure out why the monsters are angry because in monster hunter they're fighting the, the monsters and your story is more why they're angry and what's causing them to behave this way uh, because it's really rare for monsters to be that angry and be that um violent i guess toward you know the, their co-inhabitants so it's, it's interesting how it runs you're like oh okay it answers a lot of questions from the monster hunter uh, game itself Interesting. So you say it's more of like a double A style? Yeah, definitely a double A style. I would not consider this a triple A game, even though it is developed by Capcom. Um, I think a lot of people assume that Capcom makes triple A games, but they they don't really. They make a lot of double A and triple A games, but this is more borderline. I think I would consider this absolutely a double A game because it's not really as popular as, you know, Monster Hunter, which is more of a, a yeah, more of a triple A type thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they have Resident Evil and the bigger games too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, they do have this. They used to really do more of that. You could even argue, you know, they don't make them anymore, but they were making those older Mega Man games for a while. Like they did nine, oh, and yeah. 10, which were throwbacks to the originals. And those were kind of, they almost had like an indie vibe to them too. Yeah, so. definitely. I love those. I love it when they sort of bring that because then that's what makes people, um, I think that's sort of like the foundation of gaming in general, you know, without indies, we wouldn't have the AAA games that we have. And so to have a game that sort of borderline sat, which is what we call the AA game is, is really cool because it's sort of gets people interested in that art style and that genre and then if you like it you get to dive more and then you find all these other indie options which is really cool be sure everyone over to twitch.tv slash legends of the star you're always playing there what a couple days a week at least right? and so. at least yeah i try to stream most i try to stream at least uh, five days out of the week on twitch but it's always late night so after 9 30 p.m is generally when i go live I quite like that actually because I'm just like ready to chill at the end of the day and it's kind of cool just to throw up a legend stream and chat and watch whatever you gotta, you're doing. You gotta so, plug the literary rose yes. stream. But yes, well. literary rose, you just started getting into the streaming game and you're gonna learn from uh the goddess of indies here a little bit about streaming out here. Uh, I I must if I wish to show the things on Saturday. So <laughs> yeah, we better learn pretty quick now that I think about it. No uh, pressure. <laughs> I'm not concerned, it's fine. No, it's pretty easy to do a reaction. You just kind of got to be yourself and then throw up a screen and uh, watch along. That's basically it. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's like the easiest. That's like the easiest part of this job, I think, is the having to do the. Um, but it, it's like it's, it's just easy. Like once you find your rhythm to it, it's just it's super easy to do the live streaming. Rose, are you saying you're nervous? No. <laughs> i got you if you need any help I, I that's the thing i know that legends there and y'all are so you know we've got a great community supportive and i'm i will before saturday do some messing about of my own to see if i can figure it out with a just a little channel i'll make just to try it I think I think the thing is things are gonna go wrong live. It's just gonna happen. But that's something I really like about Legend is she just kind of lets the show roll. She doesn't let it get to her. A lot of people will get flustered. They'll get nervous. But you like me. That's just why yes. I don't live stream. And, and and that's something I really like about Legend. She just adapts to the situation. You know, she might have her kid yell or something, or she might have something else happen, and she just goes with the flow. I love that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I just don't want to get stressed out because then I'm not gonna enjoy the game because I'm already like anxious you know like you know what your cues are and what your triggers are so i try to just like uh screw it like my sound a lot of times i forget to switch my scene or i'll be muted but that's why i have captions 
because then I'm like, oh, I'm muted. That's fine. Y'all can just read what I said real quick and then we'll catch up later to it, you know, but. It wouldn't be just, indie if it wasn't janky, right? That's the way I love right, it. Right, yeah. I love that you have captions because that's also really accessible. That's a very, uh, that's one of the, I noted from your streams. I was like, I've, I don't see many streamers doing this. <laughs> one of my favorite legend stream moments was she totally forgot to switch the scene once and we just saw her intense face playing the game for like oh 10 minutes oh my god the, the that one happens that a really lot pretty. i always forget it that was, was the so blue great. one right it was the the blue puzzle one that you jump around and yes. it was really pretty oh that uh -huh. was oh yeah hilarious. oh yeah it was such determination <laughs> yeah it happens a lot i always like forget I'm like oh whoops but shit Oops. just doesn't bother you. I admire that actually. Cause oh, I get thank all you. fucking flustered. Or and... if it does, you like don't let it show, which is equally impressive. That's the key to a good streamer. I think you just yes. don't fucking care. You, you just go with it. Well, it's funny. Cause as an adult, like there's so many things that sort of peak our anxiety anyway. And I try to tell myself, like, I shouldn't get mad or things I have no control over. Cause mm. it's really hard. You know, it's hard to let go of control and just sort of like let things ride. But then if you're like, look, I can't, it's too late. It's happening. You know, I can't turn back time. Let's just try to figure out a solution to this and, and have it go. Cause people do pat, oh my God, my sound and this. And it's like, you know, if you guys don't like, and, and it's, I'm lucky that I have a community that tells me like, yo, legend, you're muted. Or like, yo, you need to change your scene. Cause a lot of people don't have that luxury. They'll be streaming muted for a whole hour and no one in chat will say a word, you know? So I'm really lucky in that regard. It's so annoying. It is the most annoying thing. Like really, y'all, you couldn't like whatever, you know? Oh, man, um, I totally and so I try not to freak out stream. too much. <laughs> Just so you can like, tell them that they're muted. It almost is a little bit. I feel kind of sympathy in a way. Though. I feel bad when stuff like that happens uh, to smaller streamers, especially. It's like they're just trying oh, to yeah. learn the ropes, and then they're muted the whole time and stuff like that. It almost makes you a little uncomfortable, doesn't it? it? It's a little. It can be. It can be uncomfortable because you're frustrated. Like, why didn't these people tell me? But then, if you think about it, like it's also your job as a content creator too to pay attention to what you're doing, you know, and just. You just have to roll with it because if you let things like trolls like that one guy like came in and tried to troll me and it's like i don't give a fuck what you think you know like no one asked for your opinion i love that so, I people I like they, they try and they try to like we'll get under your skin but it's like well, i have to deal with so there's so much other stressors i have in my real life like i just can't you know if, and if i don't like the vod i can just delete it what's it gonna do yeah, I, I always tell people when they're starting with the channel you got to be kind of mentally tough and prepared mm -hmm. to deal with a lot of bullshit because oh, yeah. you, you are going to get harassed at some point oh, yeah. on the channel. It's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a great community, but mm -hmm. when a community gets larger, shitheads do show up. It's just the way it goes. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're doing like live reaction videos to something that's like supposed to be on a, you know, a AAA platform or anything, any anything anyone wants to do to like get under your skin, they'll, they'll do it because they want to see you react live to it and get all flustered and get all hurt. So um it and it's it's important just to try your best to keep a straight face and you know then when the stream is done be like you know stalk them on the internet and like you know <laughs> harass them no don't harass people but um <laughs> that's when you get all the witches and your family out and put a curse on them. right yeah let's pull them that was just pull the salt and the rights time for the rights ladies i guess get not to their... go too, too off topic here but like how do you i'm not always the mentally like toughest person in the world how do you kind of 
let that just go over your shoulders. If someone insults you or if someone tries to demean you in that some way. That to me uh, is just like the lowest form of like human communication. Like you really are gonna go for somebody's looks. Like that's the one thing where I ban you on the channel. It's yeah. so low brow. Like you didn't even try. Like, why would you go after something that someone can't even control? Like you have no control over how you Yeah, look. that's my feeling. It's like if you're gonna troll me, like at least try to go for the you know what i mean like try to go for this. like if you're gonna try to hurt my feelings like you should at least like have some thought process to it but stupid things about like how you look or how you do things or if whatever it's like oh yeah, you know well, i i have enough trauma you know i've been through trauma y'all you know whatever you can say to me isn't really gonna hurt my feelings because yeah. i've been through trauma you and know I, I feel like especially as women people will go after our looks because they think that that's the way to hurt somebody because society puts so much pressure on us mm -hmm. in like a certain way and sure. like you really just got to be like okay if the worst thing someone can say about me is they don't like how I look, I honestly don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. so like I don't me. like the way I look half the time anyway. You know, like yeah. you have your own self-doubt and your own insecurity. So it's like, okay, what else you got? Like, oh I already hurt my feelings today. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, that is I'm exactly my, my thoughts. Yeah, but like, at the very least, they're not insulting my intelligence. They're not insulting who I am as a person because they don't know me. Mm -hmm. they, you know, at the end of the day, you just see the, the version of me that we put out on the internet, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you can, you can knock that till the cows come home. I don't give a shit, but, <laughs> but like, you don't know me as a person. So you can't really say anything that's ever going to really hurt me. You can't this put me the... down the way I can put myself down, exactly. okay? Like, I already do all the self-damage, and it's way better than what you're doing, so <laughs> just get better, scrub. Right? Like, I can make myself cry. Like, don't even. <laughs> like, you know, you got nothing. You can't hurt my feelings. It's, and they just do it. Like I said, they just do it because they want to get that, oh, look, and then they can clip it out of context and do whatever. Like, it's it's, it's really... um how you see yourself and and like you guys say it's just it's the internet like people are gonna you know when you decide to do this and have your life on the line you really need to pick and choose what you're willing to put out there and if you show too much vulnerability though that can be a strength it can also be detrimental to your business too like you have to see how how publishers are going to look at me how developers are going to look at me you know how um i treat others too you know how i respond to these trolls so it's really just um if if you see this as a business um and again you know like we were all saying i, I can hurt my own feelings like it's fine like i have a teenager you guys like <laughs> i have a i have a i have a female teenager it's like she could hurt my feelings worse than i could hurt myself like it's okay like trust me it's you can't really do anything nothing that you do is is gonna phase me yeah you know it's funny i never really worked with a lot of women throughout my career and then when i started i dream of indie i started working with girls more and you just realize women are freaking tough the shit they deal with did you life, not know that from like, the 14 years we've been together i knew that with you but like <laughs> to really get that perspective just the shit they deal with especially on the internet it's just a toughness and i love that i love that we are able to have so many different types of women on this channel that are all very tough i'm very impressed by that well, when I first heard of your of, of I Dream of Indie, that was something that really drew me to the channel was that there were female reviewers and it just like everybody was treated the same. The reviews were all quality. Like it, it just seemed like a really like inclusive 
space. And I, I don't even like the word inclusive because that's that almost like gives the idea of like, oh, we accept everyone when that should be the standard. It shouldn't be like a niche where like, oh, only certain people in the community will be open to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. It wasn't planned that way at all. It just happened to work out. That well, those that's kind of just you know? what we've always been like. Yeah. Shouldn't You're good matter. people. Yeah. But like everybody should be able to play indie games. Therefore, we should be hearing about everybody's different types of experiences with those indie games based on their lived experiences. So it just made sense. And I think it's no secret that women have not been treated great in the gaming industry. So I'd like to do our small part here at I Dream of Indie to hopefully write that ship a little bit. Well, that's a big, that's a big ask, yeah. but <laughs> like I said, my, my, if I can contribute a little bit, I view that as a positive. And it's thing. not just women. Look, look at, I know we were like going on forever, but like, look at the um, stream that legend did yesterday, which was wonderful, by the way, oh, it was yeah. a fantastic showcase. Um, the black voices in gaming showcase. I was watching it silently, unfortunately, but checking out all the titles, you, you were as graceful as ever legend. Um, but the way that people reacted to that was disgusting yeah i heard it was particularly bad on the actual yeah you know, the mm -hmm. real live stream and uh when I, when I dug into the analytics you could just see the amount of thumbs downs which is clearly just you know hate hatred oh, yeah. and, and i was talking about this earlier in the discord i thought we had made a lot of progress mm -hmm. here but mm -hmm. it's just it was kind of like a depressing moment to realize we have so much work to be done but it's important it's important that people realize that because how can anything ever change if we just mm -hmm. live in denial? Yeah, change is just happening. a word if, if nothing actually changes. You know, so there's a lot of progress to be done. We're doing our, our small part to do so. I can't change the world, unfortunately, myself. You can't change it. But no, you no, can do can. your small but part. But we can do our small part to hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, you know, change, a lot of people talk about uh, inclusivity, but uh, I don't talk about it so much because I just like to show it. I think actions are uh, bigger than words sometimes. Mm -hmm. oh, we have a lot of yep. great people here and a lot of different genders and people from all over the world. And I love that about the channel, but not to toot my own horn. Where were we anyways? We were talking about the games we were playing. Right? Well, you did not talk about yours, Joe. And that's why I highlighted it here. And I know you're <laughs> freaking frantically going over it, probably losing your mind. Uh, <laughs> Mysteries Under Lake Ophelia. Now this is a game I'm currently reviewing. This is weird silent signs i have to say uh -huh. it's a throwback to the playstation one era so it's 32-bit style graphics which never oh. age very gracefully okay <laughs> it literally feels like you're playing this old ps1 game it's a fishing game it gives you no direction whatsoever you're just off in front of this big pond you throw your fishing rod into the pond. Uh -huh. <laughs> there's no bait or anything you just have this smiley hook and fish are just randomly biting you reel them in you go cook the fish and it repeats that's it that's what this game is so far. So far. It, yes. And I'm wondering with the title here, Mysteries, there has to be more to this game. So I want to play more of this. But I just kind of love that, that they went for this weird PlayStation 1 look that is clearly not why do a look I that has like aged well. With a name but, like Mysteries under Lake Ophelia, why do I feel like eventually you're going to cast your rod and like a hand's going to come out of the water? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Right? But my concern is I play a lot and none of this ever happens. And I just have a bad fishing game. Mm. That is my concern. Well, this is like a scary game to review because I might miss the part that is cool. I might never get there. It uh, seems like it wants to go from what I saw of like the trailers and stuff. Because I watch... I don't like to play scary games too much because I'm a punk, but I love to watch people play them, especially indie horror suspense like games. And it reminds me a lot of the indie horror games I see people play. Like it starts out with like some weird pixel 
some some weird graphic oh, wait, so choice. there is a horror element to this like it i think so i've not gotten that yet i only played an hour though. well you gotta keep yeah. going yeah uh, report back see that makes me more interested then mm-hmm. i did not know that mm-hmm. but like i said with the title mysteries under lake i figure something has to happen it's here. implied so i'm intrigued it's a bad video game right now <laughs> <laughs> but something might happen that makes it cool uh, that's uh, all i can say about that that's how I felt about Warp Frontier. Like it was a bad video game, but now I'm like, I'm intrigued with this story. But like overall, <laughs> for me, it's like it's bad. I don't know how people. I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like I guess we'll see as the game goes by. But I like your game though. Your game sounds really cool. Looks like this game might have come out before, based on these videos. Sure literary Rose has up way. here. So yeah, I mean, there's already yeah. tips, tricks, hints, and secrets. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing ago. the Switch version, which. You would hope it could run this game, and apparently it can. So, uh, yeah, I'll have more to say on that hopefully soon. But right now, that's all I know is that I'm playing a bad fishing game. To be continued. Yeah. Uh, was that everyone? Yes. All right. I guess we're on to the community poll results. We've been talking forever, so we'll get out of here. Holy shit. This was all about, now, there was some uh, debate this week, Silent Signs, in the staff section about the Golden Genie Lamp, where we're going to continue on with it. What was it? We're all kind of confused on the meaning of it. Now we have some more defined guidelines because... Poll results here, people want the Golden Genie Lamp still. They don't like this idea of a three-tier system on the channel. They don't really like the idea, though it's in second of no award. People like this uh, award for some reason. Yeah, I think people like the idea of recognizing greatness. The problem is that we can't figure out how to quantify or qualify greatness, Mm. Um, which is why we are trying to figure out what to do with this in the first place. Yeah, it's a tricky thing, and that's kind of my problem with review scores in general. I know you all talked about this a little bit on the uh, Genies of the Lamp, where things get confusing when you get into numbers and all of that. So I just think that the Golden Genie Lamp is to represent a truly exceptional title. Uh, That's really the best way I can say it. Yeah, the problem is what's exceptional to you might not be exceptional to me and vice versa. Yes, exactly. But hey, a reviewer's opinion is a reviewer's opinion. Indeed. So. So that's really all for that. The Golden Genie Lamp is going to stay. And I think we're out of here unless y'all ladies have anything else to add to this conversation. No, I'm good. We talked for like two hours at this point. We sure did. Oh my God, you're leaving already. I'm so hurt. I'm sorry. (laughs) All good things must come to an end, but I'm just a message away. I'm surprised y'all aren't sick of me, actually. I mean, see me every day. Well, well, virtually, anyways. Uh, yeah, that's it for I Dream of India. I guess this is like our real first official episode. We had the pilot, but this is episode one, I guess we call it. Is that how it works? Or do you just go to episode two? I think this is episode two. So you call it two. It's not pilot. I will call it two, like, yeah. Pilot's not like its own thing. Okay, so this is episode two. We hope you all enjoyed. Thanks, Rose. Thank time. you. It was fun. I'll see you guys in the Discord. We'll see all you right. there. Take Bye. care, all. Thanks for listening. Bye.